Welcome to the Paragirl Podcast. This is Jared Pickney, and today I'm joined by Leslie Ballard. Leslie, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. So I have a whole list of things <laughs> that you are involved in. You are a real estate agent. Um, you help lead the Paragold Networking kind of women's group. Yes. You um, also, I know, are interested in starting another business, which yes. is all about branding and marketing and consulting. You're very involved in the community, and I got to know you because you run Downtown Nutrition, That's which right. is just right down the street from where we are yes. right now. And I'm drinking one of your drinks. What is this? That is the pralines and cream. It's actually one of my favorites. It's delicious. It's so good. Pralines so, and cream? Yes. And it's a meal replacement. But that one, I love it as a shake. So you can get it blended. You can get it an iced. Or you can get it like a hot coffee. Yeah. When people come in and order that as a hot coffee, oh my word, it just smells up the whole place like really? heaven. Like really? literally, people are like, what's in that? I'm like, it's heaven. It really wow. is. Just a little bit of dash of heaven. Man, <laughs> how did you come up with all the names for your shakes? Well, there are several. there's some pretty unique names. There are very unique ones. We were just talking before we started about um, the office week coming up, Battlestar Galactica. It's going to be quite funny. But we do come up with different ones all the time. But there's times where we can't. Like, I've used my middle name, the Brook. I haven't used um, all of <laughs> Our employee's dog, the poppy. So we come up with them. But I love, you know, getting our customers involved and saying, okay, you name this drink and I'll hook you up. So a lot of them come from our customers' names. This uh, recent one was Jonathan. He said the pineapple surf. And so the person with the most likes, like he did, he gets to name it. So That's fantastic. Um, could I could I give you a name suggestion? Yes, please. The Bishop. The Bishop. So um, there is a salad named after me at Kiss the I Cook, love it, and yes. I would just—I think it would just—it would do my heart a lot of good if Are you, you could shake? shake. Yeah. Okay. The we bishop. Just, let's just talk about it. Maybe let's maybe off air happen. we can get together. Yes. Get some, I give you some ideas. Yes. So be prepared, people. The bishop is coming. <laughs> it's going to be the best. Um, so all right, we've never had a chance to sit down and talk in this kind of a setting. Obviously, just when I've come in and out to get yes. a shake. Um, my first impression of you is that you are a ball full of energy. <laughs> um, you're very optimistic. Yes, uh, you seem to be a great encourager. And um, this is something I found out, I guess, more recently, is that you are a woman that's very strong in your faith. Yes, sir. Is that accurate? That is so accurate. Thank you very yeah. much. I mean, is that the way you would describe yourself? Is yes. That it? I actually was just thinking about whenever we first talked about this, and Shay was out front. And... Um, the faith part is huge to me. So my grandma, complete prayer warrior. And mm. when she passed not too long ago, actually last year, um, I felt like God was like, nope, it's your turn now, sister. And so that's what we do. Like even at Downtown Nutrition, like we put a scripture Sunday out there on Facebook and we're like, do you want to pray? Like stop by, message us. I'm legit serious. If you have a prayer request, you better let us know. And we pray with people on a daily basis. We wake up in the morning. My first thing is, Lord, Send me who you want me to pray for. Let them tell me what it is so I know it's from you. And you would not believe the people that come in every day and they're like, hey, I'm having a rough day. This is going on. Would you care to pray with us? They don't even know we do that. Wow. It just happens multiple times a day. I've got Mackenzie that works there as well. And <laughs> we tell everybody that she's the, um, like, if you're pregnant and you're ready to have that baby, like, she prays them out. Like, legit. Okay? Yeah, that's the girl that I met, I guess, whenever you are praying over yes. Shay when I was yes. in front of something sweet. Yes, yeah. that was Mackenzie. Yep. And I just feel like it's so important to let people know that miracles still happen. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter if it's big or small. And I was telling you before that 
I've had so many miracles myself happen. I mean, stuff that would blow your mind. Well, tell them to me. Okay. Well, one, I haven't really told a lot of people about because honestly, it is, it's out there. So real estate, you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. I felt like that's what God wanted for my husband and I. And so I was heading to Little Rock one day. It was early in the morning. And I usually pray when I wake up before I even get out of bed. But I totally didn't think about it because it was early, like four o'clock in the morning. It had been raining. And so I'm traveling down the road and I'm like, okay, Lord, time to pray. And this song come on. And I'm talking like I could feel his presence in my vehicle. And out of my mouth, I say, please protect me. And I thought, where did that come from? I don't know what just happened, but I'm like, okay, drive on a little bit more. And there was this bright light, like right directly. All I could see was white. And then it was gone. And I look, and there is an 18-wheeler on its side across the entire highway, like no way I could have went through that. No way that just happened. Like, I literally thought I have lost my mind, right? Because yeah. that was crazy. It was like a movie almost. I couldn't breathe. I, it was unreal. And I just felt like something completely come over me like, that was real. I have a plan for you. Like, yeah. you are here for a reason. Hmm. And so, how long I, ago was that? That was in January of last year. Okay. So, I was heading to Little Rock. So, and you know, there's only, it's all one way that way. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, I'm going to call my mom. I'm going to call my husband. I'm, I talked not even to nothing. They're like, I don't understand what you're saying. I'm like, I don't know how to explain to you what just happened. Long story short, I get all the way to the school. I'm like, you know what? I think that was real. Like, I don't think I was dreaming. Like, I mean, I was asleep. But so I get there and I put on Facebook. I was like, does anybody know if there was an accident out there on the highway, you know, from Jonesboro to Little Rock? Everyone started posting pictures of exactly what I saw. There's And everybody was like, there's no way you went through that. I'm like, no, I legit went straight through that thing. Like, that was it. There was an angel that completely took me through that. Not over it. Not around the it. protection of God on you. Completely mm -hmm. over me. And it was crazy. For, you know, a week, I kept questioning myself, did that seriously happen? I, my mom kept saying, Leslie, there is a reason that you're here. You do have a purpose. There is a plan. And stop questioning God. That is a true miracle. You've had more miracles happen to you. Why would this be any different? So that wasn't the first. That, no, Lord. No. I have so many. So really? long story short, I went to go get my thumbprint for my real estate license. And here I go questioning God. Right before that, mom's like, let it go. And I'm like, I can't. So I go in. I'm like, sir, this may sound crazy, but, and there was two guys at the desk. One was sitting over here. All three are officers. So kind and helpful. And I was like, do you know if there was an accident by chance on the highway? And he, this guy sitting down, he's like, yeah, my kids didn't get to go to work that day because it had completely covered the highway. I'm like, would you believe that I went through that? And he said, do you believe in God? And I said, yes, I do. And he said, then why are you questioning that? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh man, okay, I'll stop questioning it. Wow. So... That's, miracles. So, are we, let's back up the train for a second. So, you said your your grandma was a woman of faith. Oh, big time. Uh, mm -hmm. When, like, when would you say that became true of you? Has that always been true of you? Like, I as mean, far as I can remember, I've always believed in prayer because of her. I've always believed in miracles. Mm -hmm. um, for example, it's probably been about ten years ago now. I was at work. I wasn't feeling good. I knew something wasn't right. I was living by myself, and um, about 3 o'clock in the morning, I was like, that's it. This is too much pain. I have got to get to the hospital. So I called my grandma. She's the one that lived closest. I was like, would you please meet me at the hospital? I get there. They do ultrasound, all these different things, and like, this could be fatal. We have got to take you right now to have surgery, right now. Grandma came in right at the right time. 
she was like, stop, let me just pray with her before I go back. And I'm there, like, cutting clothes. They're ready to take me mm-hmm. straight to surgery. And I was like, please just let her pray. She laid her hands on me and covered me in the name of Jesus. And I instantly felt this hot lava completely just pour all over my stomach. And when she was done praying, it was gone. Instant. And everybody's like, okay, we got to go. We got to get you out of here right now. We have to go now. This could be fatal. I was like, no, the pain is gone. It is gone. Long story short, it worked. Wow. It was com- Everything was perfect. Yeah. It was gone. It was amazing. Yeah. We have, you know, we have, I believe, obviously, people, I think a lot of people know that um, I'm a pastor, and that's what I do kind of yes. as my life. And so. <laughs> the um, bishop. <laughs> that's it, right. And so. I believe in the power of prayer, but I know there's a we, we there's been times we've prayed for people and we've seen um, I very much believe God healed people, someone on the spot, and then there's been times where we've prayed and nothing right. has happened. Yes, and it that really seems to at times rattle people's faith Absolutely. and cause them to doubt the power of prayer. I'm curious because you've seen these miracles and you, you kind of had this embedded in you from your grandma. Do you ever have times where you're just like where you get discouraged? Or Absolutely. You, yeah. yeah. And what's funny is looking back over the times, I mean, I'm only 34, but I feel like we've had a really good connection upstairs. And there's times where I'm like, why would you not hmm. do this? Why would you allow this to happen? But I promise you every single time, it may be a year, it could be five years, it could be 10 years, it could be two days. There's something always bigger and better on the other side. Like hmm. his plan has always been better than my own, whether it was really fell in love with that house as a real estate agent. I tell mm-hmm. people all the time, I'm like, you need to pray because if you, God does not want you to have that house, you're not getting it. But he mm-hmm. may have a bigger and better one in mind that's even a better mm-hmm. deal. But, you know, I have been through a lot, even at 34, that a lot of people don't even know. People are like, why, why do you do all these things? It's because you never know what somebody's going through. You never have a clue of what their day could have been like, what they've came from, what they've been through. And showing kindness could make a huge difference. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, hardship has a way of, yeah, either softening our hearts or mm-hmm. hardening our hearts. That's right. Right, of like making us more empathetic or making us more cynical. Right. What so, is it that you, ha- I mean, you mentioned a little bit, but the suffering, and I don't know anything, about, I'm not mm-hmm. sure the details of it, and but the suffering, the hardship you've experienced, um, in what ways has that impacted you? How do you think that you've been able to, turn that into something that it seems like you're using for good Mm -hmm. well um I don't even know where to begin really but even from being from the time I was born you know we went through a lot whenever I was a little girl and my poor mom went through so much and knowing and remembering things that I I mean who remembers what happened when you were a year or two years old right Mm -hmm. I do I remember things and so I just try to treat people the way I would want to be treated. I mean, going through all of those things, there's been times, you know, we have a blended family, and it's not always easy. And so I just try to treat people the way I want Mm -hmm. to be treated. Again, you never know what somebody's Mm -hmm. going through. Mm -hmm. But praying with people can build their faith. And when God does what he does, I mean, that's just showing a lot for him. And Mm -hmm. I truly feel like where I'm at right now is because of him. Mm -hmm. So... You know, last week I was thinking, okay, Lord, are you sure this is what you want for me? Is this where you want me? Is this how you want me to be doing things, etc.? Because you said, I did not know you were a believer. 
And that struck my heart. I'm like, okay, wait a minute, God. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to step up my game. I mean, we're putting Jesus on all of our cups. We're listening to Christian music. We're praying with people. But I need to do more. I need to do more for you. And the next yeah. day, I got a text message from a friend that was like, you are right where he wants you. You are doing exactly what he wants. Don't doubt yourself. Mm-hmm. So I just try to tell people, I'm like, hey, let him do the work. Just trust him. Yeah. Hey, you're preaching to me. <laughs> um, I told you we were going to preach today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I've, I've been so encouraged by you. And it's, you know, when I say, even whenever I was giving the introductions, and, you know, I didn't know that you were a woman of faith. Like, I knew that you were, I knew you were kind and seemed to be gentle and you were loving. And, um, but sometimes that can just, mm-hmm. just a nice person. Right. Right. Yes. Like, it's not like nice in the name of Jesus or whatever <laughs> else. And so, um, yeah, I, you have such a passion for like I'm gonna, like another word I think I would use to describe you to some listen to you is you're an evangelist. Oh, thank like you. maybe you would not ever call yourself that, <laughs> no. but I'm listening to you talk and I'm like, man, you just have such a passion to tell people about Jesus. There is a fire. I like, mean, why you, do you? Why are you so passionate about Jesus? I think it's because he has truly done so much for me. Like I said, things that people have no clue about, the miracles that he's performed the work that he's done in me and what he's provided for me. I mean, I can, I literally had a conversation with my husband. I was like, I would do anything for this to be able to happen, but that would be a miracle. And then two weeks later, whenever I'm heartbroken because the next thing didn't happen, that happened. Hmm. And he knows the desires of our hearts and he truly loves me. But I feel like God has put this fire in me to get the word out about, I've got miracles that I can do for anyone. I can still do it to this day, Hmm. but just loving people. I just want people to feel his love. And that means the world to me to show people that. And I love to pray with people. I love to, you know, you never know again what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And when they do tell you, I mean, I have a burden for these people. I have a list of people that I pray for every day at, you know, downtown nutrition. We pray together over these people. We pray with them. We pray whenever they're not there. Like, it, that's the whole purpose of being on this earth, right? Mm. And so I just take it very serious. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that you do just for those listening that maybe they are, yeah, they're they're personally um, trying to follow Jesus or they want to be a person that they grow in their faith in God or whatever. Is there anything <laughs> that you do to kind of fan that into flame that help build your faith? Well. Because it is hard. Like, I'll, I'll just say, so like, yeah. even as a pastor, like, and, and, and I'm not much older than I'm only 38, but. Man, like even as a pastor, like there's times where I feel like if I can just be honest, like I feel disappointed with God at times mm-hmm. where I'm like, man, I really thought you were going to do this thing, right. but you didn't. And, yes. and, and faith absolutely is what you said of, okay, he didn't do this because he had something better. Right. Like Jesus himself says, right? God is a good father mm-hmm. who always gives a good gift to those who ask. And so if you ask for a fish, he's not going to give yes. you a servant. So what I always tell people is, because he's a good father, not only is he always going to give you good gifts when you ask, but also when you ask for a bad gift, right? he's not going to give it to you. That's right. Because he's a good father. So mm-hmm. if, even if you are asking for a serpent and you don't know that's what you're asking for, he's still not going to give it to you. That's he's right. a good father. And so I think people understand that. But as a pastor who has seen you know, people in our church, um, you know, us pray over a child mm-hmm. and then the child die or whatever, yes. in those instances, I think it's... you. Could, 
no one can ever look and say, oh, well, I must not have been asking for something good. Right. It's like, well, if you're a child, a living is a good thing, right? Or whatever. But so for them, who's maybe like someone there that's just, and maybe it's not a death of a child, but it's some sort of a death or some suffering right. or abuse they've experienced and they're listening to this and they're like, oh, it's just so easy for you to say or whatever. It's like, right. is there any encouragement that you would give to them to just help cultivate that faith again in God that maybe they lost at some point? Well, unfortunately, I mean, God would never want to take anybody from us, but there is a reason behind everything. Um, right now, my niece has leukemia, mm-hmm. and it is so hard to watch her go through that, and my brother and my sister-in-law and our whole family to go through that. Like, I haven't even been able to hug her mm-hmm. since before Easter, and so... That's super sad. It is, and it's not fair, mm-hmm. but... I can tell you that the people that have gone through these things, the closer you are to God, even though it's not easy, the easier it's going to be because Mm -hmm. he is going to give you a peace like no other. Mm -hmm. And it is true. Mm -hmm. I mean, even whenever I was praying with Shay that day, I'm like, give her the peace to go through this so that way she knows that you are with her. Um, But the bad things happen to good people. Yes, it does. All the time. Yep. But I can tell you that God still loves you mm. and that he is going to take you through it. Mm. And this may be the thing that turns your life around. But mm. you have a choice. Mm. You can either follow him or you can go downhill. Mm. And I would much rather want to follow him yeah. and get the peace that he gives yeah. like nobody else. Well, the truth is we all have to put faith in someone or something. Right. Right. Like even science, like at some point, like you take the best scientists, like they're going to at some point they're going to come to an end of their explanation. They're not going to be able to go any further back right. and there's going to be faith. And what I tell people, honestly, like there's just times where I feel like Peter, where, you know, Jesus has all these people walking away from him at the end of his ministry. He looks at Peter and he says, are you going to leave too? Mm-hmm. And, um, which by the way, you can just sense there, like the loneliness that even Jesus felt, you know, the Bible says that Jesus can, he can empathize with us. He, right. he's, he's felt everything we felt. So in that moment, Jesus was experiencing loneliness. He never sinned, never, mm-hmm. but he, he felt the loneliness of friends leaving. And he says, Peter, are you going to leave too? And Peter doesn't respond by saying, oh, I would never. But he says, where else am I going to go? Right. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of times in my life where I have come to this fork in a road where I'm like, okay, do I really want to continue to trust that Jesus knows what he's talking about here? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to go a different direction? And if I do decide to go a different direction, why? Like, why am I believing this is better? Like, who told me this is better? Who am I putting my faith in? Like, Mm -hmm. what story am I believing? And why would I believe that that's going to be better? Right. And I think that's so important for those listening to know, like, you are putting your faith. Like, you, you have, do have faith. Yeah. You are a person of faith. The question is not like, am I a person of faith? The question is, who or what am I putting my faith in? That's exactly Is it right. myself? Mm-hmm. Is it my boss? Is it my spouse? Is it my kids? Is it uh, the government? Is it, or is it Jesus? That's right. You know? And He's we the number it. one answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I tend to think so, and you do as well. Right? <laughs> yes. Thankfully. So, yeah, that's all. That's, that's all so good. Um, I would love to talk about some of your involvement in the community and some of these other things. Um, Clearly you are a very busy (laughs) woman. You get your hands in a lot of different and a lot of different things. That's why I said you're a ball of energy because I'm looking at this list and I'm like, nope. The loaded teas help. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the secret. So uh, of these things, is there something that kind of ties these all together that like that you could look and say, 
you know, I, I tend to tell people, like, when it comes to a, um, and by the way, for those listening to this, just so you know, like, <laughs> as I've said before, like, I never give anybody a list of questions. And so um, this is all, like, totally on the fly. Um, but I'm looking at this, and, you know, when I'm working with someone and they're trying to figure out what to do in a career, how mm-hmm. to spend their time, I say, try to find what you're good at right. and what you enjoy mm-hmm. and do it for the sake of making the world a better place. I love that. Um would you say that there's a theme in all of these things where you're like, that's something I feel like I'm good at, I enjoy, and I can do it in a way to help other people? Is that? Yes. But it's going to sound totally horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm saying this as humbly as possible, but I love to serve people. Mm-hmm. This I love horrible. it. Yeah. I don't want people to be like, well, she loves, you know, but I do. Uh-huh. I love helping people. It is the best feeling in the world. Like, the most successful thing is whenever I can help somebody. When somebody gets a brand new beautiful home or the home that they wanted or we find the perfect combo of a pralines and cream, the Uh bishop drink, you know, (laughs) um, or helping them with their marketing plan and helping them boost, you know, their exposure on social media or like all of these different things that we have our hands in. Um, I was the executive director for the Arkansas Self-Insurers Association. So what that is, is a bunch of um, self-insured employers whenever it comes to work comp, and I would host their events. I love it because Mm -hmm. I got to be around people, Mm -hmm. you know? And then um, something else that I did, I was telling you that I left like 25 things to do, five more (laughs) things. Um, The Arkansas Self-Insured, I'm sorry, Kids Chance of Arkansas. Have you ever heard of that? No, I never have. It's amazing. Okay. So it's this organization where you've got, unfortunately, kids that lose parents or their parents are fully disabled due to a work comp injury. So I was on the board for that. And what happens is if, you know, they do pass away or they are disabled completely, there's scholarships out there for these students Wow. and these kids. And so like LJ Bryant, do you know who that is? Uh, no. I don't He's from Jonesboro. He's a real estate agent. Okay. He's on something with the Jones, city of Jonesboro. Totally okay. can't remember right now, but yeah. um, he lost his dad. And so he is so successful, and he goes to these big events and talks about how Kids Chance of Arkansas totally helped him. But I just love to help people. Like, I always find myself. Have you always been that way? Yes. Really? I don't know what's wrong with me. I just love it, you know? I was a cheerleader in high school from, like, fourth grade to, like, 11th grade, if you can't tell. No, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So you love to cheer people on. I do. And then I was a recruiter, so you were talking about finding the right path. So I was a recruiter from, like, 19, which started in Paragold. A recruiter, what do you mean? A recruiter. I help people find jobs. Oh, okay. Or employers find employees. So um, I did that until, well, January of this year. That's yep. incredible. You, you know, it's it's coming together now, like why you're such a joyful person. I mean, you, you, go, you go back to, again, Jesus' words. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, Paul talks about an act, and one of his teachings is he says that, you know, quoting Jesus, he says it's better to give than to receive. Yes. Um, it, actually, the, the exact quote is, it's more blessed to give than receive. And the word she's used for blessed is the word makarios, which is it's a Greek word, and it means to be happy. Mm-hmm. And so a more literal translation for us is, you're going to be happier if you give yes. than if you receive. I'm telling you, since I was little, on my birthday, I cannot stand getting gifts. Really? <laughs> it makes well, what's me that about? feel so bad i don't know what's wrong with me like i'm like you do not have to you need to be able to receive gifts i can't you need to be able to the lord gives me plenty i'll take those but people like even at downtown nutrition will bring me the sweetest things in the world and i just want to cry like i'm like it's too much well because you love other people so much 
Honestly, like it probably feels good at times and awkward for people to try to love you the way you've loved them. It's and that's what they tell me. They're like, We just want to give back to you. I'm like, You do not have to do that. That's not what this is about. And so, yet you gotta practice what you preach by I'm, letting other people be blessed by giving, right? It is difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure someone like you it's a lot easier to be like, let's focus on helping these people. That's right. Not yeah. Not me. No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So of all the things you're involved in right now, um, what excites you the most? Um, downtown nutrition. Um, it's such a blessing to meet all of these people and get to see the smiles on their face whenever they love their drinks and finding the perfect drink for them. I love when they come in and we get to pray with them. I love when we get to tell people about Jesus. You know, we were talking about the stickers. Like, mm-hmm. I try to find Christian quote stickers to put on the cups. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll notice that a few days later they'll post that and be like, they have no idea what that scripture on that cup meant to me. And it's like, I specifically prayed for God to give me an answer. And then this cup comes up with this sticker. And I mean, and it's funny because there's only one per package, right? Mm. So it's like, if you got that one, it was meant for you. And that's Mm -hmm. what I tell people all the time. Like, that was truly meant for you. But I have met some of those kindest, genuine people. Talk about the friendliest city, okay? Paragold's the Mm -hmm. friendly city, right? Mm -hmm. So we've done a... um, donation thing for like the teachers and kids that you know needed school supplies Mm -hmm. do you remember seeing that because our entire building was jam-packed with school supplies from this community um we've got a toy drive happening right now for la bonner for miss phoebe she's eight and she was like here's a bucket will you ask people to fill this up for like the welcome so like whenever my niece comes in and she has a port and maybe she's not doing so well they can bribe her with toys (laughs) or if you walk in and you're brand new to um la bonner you get to go into this welcome room and pick out a toy it is already overflowing that's so cool. I'm like, okay, Paragold, I see you. You mm. are my kind of people. Mm. And I truly feel like that's why we're in Paragold. Mm. Well, that's so. exactly what, you know, we had H.T. Moore. I don't know if you yes. know him. Lives across. He, he was on the last episode. And, and that's what, he, you know, he's not from Paragold. And his wife's not from Paragold. And they've now been here for 47 years. And, and basically that's what he said when we mm-hmm. asked him, like, what have you enjoyed about Paragold? And he said, look, I, I can speak as an outsider coming in like this this is yes. a unique city. Like people here are generous. They are very. They it's are. like we use friendly. It's like it's, it kind of becomes cliche, but it's like it really is. It is a friendly mm-hmm. city, and I think like, man, it's so important for us to to hear that in a world that seems like when you get on social media, like it's gone mad. Right. Like it feels like everybody out there must be evil and terrible and wicked and just not care and. The truth is, man, there's still a lot of really beautiful people out there who have great hearts and want to serve their community and want to make the world a better place. And sometimes they just don't know how to, what to do or where to go or how to serve. And they need someone like you who champions a cause. And that's all they're looking for is like, okay, I don't have the abilities. Like you clearly have some entrepreneurial gifting God's (laughs) given you. It's like, they don't necessarily have that, but they find someone that does. And they're so quick, like you said, just to... Um, and you would, I mean, I just can't explain the outpouring from this community on everything. There is a sweet little girl named Hadley. Um, unfortunately, she's going through so much, a lot like my niece. And um, we have like a little jar up raising money for them. I mean, people that don't even know them mm-hmm. are just pouring out money. Like, here, take this, take this. And is there anything else that I could do for them? You know, that warms my heart. That mm-hmm. is why we do what we do right there. It mm-hmm. makes the world of difference. It makes... My heart literally want to explode. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Well, you, you're encouraging me greatly and challenging me. I feel like somebody's <laughs> like, all right, I got to pick up my game a little bit, my, my servant game, my Aww. giving game. So um, you're such a driven person. Thank you. Uh, and driven towards all the right things. And so <laughs> I, I wonder before we end, you said something um, before we were recording and, and I'm curious, maybe you don't want to bring it up. You just made mention about a, a nickname. Speaking a lead of driven. Foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Leadfoot Leslie. Yeah, what is that about? So my dad actually has a 69Z28 Camaro, um, a 67 Chevelle. Like, I've always been around all of those old, fast cars. It is a problem. Like, I love the smell of burning tires. Like, it's <laughs> crazy. Awful. Or rubber. So, um, yeah. I actually used, like, right after church on Sundays, would head on over to George Ray's in my 98 Z28 Camaro Corvette engine, and I would race that no. thing. Yeah. Are you serious? It was an addiction. <laughs> it was a problem. <laughs> That's hilarious. You, like, got your I, Sunday school clothes I on. I did. Yeah. And people are like, are you seriously about to race that car in that dress? And I'm like, yes, sir. I sure am. Did Better you watch win? out. I, oh, I sure did. Did you really? Yes. I have a sweet customer that comes in. She's a friend of mine. I remind her of this all the time. I won't mention her name, Priscilla. Um, but we raced. It was my first time to ever race, and she had raced like a million times. She is the best of the best, right? She had a little slip up, and guess who beat her on the Dang. first time? I was so proud, and I still give her trouble about it all the time. But I've Led never been Leslie. out there. I, I loved it. Really? Yeah. You still go out there? No, my husband is not a racer. Mm-mm, no. It's still going though, right? Oh, That's I still think so. Mm-hmm. I still see people post pictures. You know, and videos and stuff like that. And every once in a while, mine will pop up on that timeline on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I miss you like, it. You start feeling again. Start I twitching. literally like, oh, yeah, every time I get to a red light. So I'm glad you did Brad not too long ago because, I mean, you know, that little grace thing. He, I, I swear he's done that for me. He talked about, like, <laughs> once on you, next time's on whatever. And yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he said that to me. <laughs> oh, yep. that's Lead awesome. Leadfoot Leslie. I Lead love to race. Leslie. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have to come up with a shake that's uh, called the Leadfoot. Although that might not be a very good marketing idea. It's like, who really wants to get the lead foot? Or just like one called George Race. A George Race is a good one. We love doing it. So we have a new Hyde Park. We have the Backroad Social. Um, we're obviously going to have a bishop. We have a... Um, obviously. Did you hear that? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, I just love it. We love involving the community. So Carlos Tacos has a Leslie special. Really? Yeah, I really need what a is potato. It? it is a chicken pineapple salad with rice and cheese dip that and sounds, avocados. That sounds like a Leslie special. It is so good. Like you, you, like when you said the pineapple, I was like, that makes sense. Yep, I love it that so much. That makes sense. <laughs> but well, this has been a lot of fun for me. Thank you. I've had oh, so much fun. Thank you so much for coming in. Hope we can do it again soon. Yes, absolutely. And that, my friends, was Leslie Ballard. Bill, are you inspired? Very inspired. Man, um... So much passion. So much. A drive. Drive. Yeah, man. She's got her hands in more things than I can imagine. And uh, it's all about serving others, man. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, hey, Leslie, thanks so much for coming on. For those listening, thanks for tuning in. Um, as always, I want to encourage you to check us out on the different social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we have a website, fairgopodcast.com. Um, we would encourage you, if you can, go to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Um, that actually helps people find us and uh, learn about the great people living here in Paragould. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Until next time.